a big sip. All right, all right, all right, y'all. This is Gabriela, another episode of The Big Sip. And here with me today, oh my gosh, literally such a cool individual who, the moment that he just walked in the studio, I mean, getting to know him has been even more dope. But just initially just learning about him in a Forbes article, which we will definitely dive into. We're talking about a scientist, uh, and I'm going to call you that, <laughs> innovator, you know, this person on a mission related to food, prioritizing sustainability, especially as we also think about just combating climate change. It is my absolute pleasure to dive into the founder of Force of Foods, Guillerme Maya Silva. Bienvenido. Welcome. Um, muchas gracias. I'm so excited to be here. Um, it's a pleasure to, to be a part of your studio, and I'm, I'm really excited to get this going and have a conversation with you. Absolutely. So I was reading up on you, and, and thank you for joining, just by the way. I mean, it's so incredible to just see what you've been doing and, um, and you taking the time to even come here and share your story. I'm, I'm really grateful and appreciative of that. I was so blown away to just learn about backgrounds on Force of Foods, how you originally were studying plant sciences at yeah. UC Davis. And I was like, I don't even know, especially living around here, everybody always goes to UC Davis for wine. Yeah. How did you learn about plant sciences and why UC Davis, I guess, starting there? I know that you're a native to Brazil, so I don't know if we want to take it all the way back. You know, there's so many different starting points we can kick off here. But, you know, the story does start a little bit earlier than the, the decision to go to UC Davis. My father worked in agriculture his whole oh. life, um, and that's where I got most of the inspiration to go into plant sciences. I always wanted to follow in his footsteps and growing up in Brazil and, and you know, going out to the fields with him and, and having him really integrate me into his job and he was he was always excited to teach me things about agriculture and as we moved around and I'm sure we'll get to this we moved around a lot um, when I was a kid I got to see so many different cultures and so many different agricultural practices in different countries and that really got me excited into studying plant sciences and when I got to the point where I was looking for colleges that UC Davis was just one that stuck out to me when I was here in America and my father recommended it he said it was a you know a very good school great yeah. school yep. yeah <laughs> it, I, I'm so happy I made that decision to apply and, and fortunately I was accepted and it was a great four years of my life and, and it really led to some exciting and amazing things. I love that. So you started originally, how you got involved then was being with your dad in the actual fields. How young were you? I was as early as five years old. You know, my dad used to always go out to the fields. He he works in seed production. So we always, you know, took the truck out to certain fields and he would teach me things about pests and and different sort of crop diseases and as you know to me when I was a child that was all gibberish and I didn't understand a thing but <laughs> as I got older you know I started getting really interested in you know how we grow our food in the world and how reliant the world is on on agriculture and you know that led me down so many different rabbit holes of sustainability social issues regarding uh, agriculture and, and you know different agricultural practices around the world organic farming and so many different cool areas of study. I can see your face and how excited you guys are just talking about it. I love it. And even here, when we think about California, mm -hmm. we have some of the top crops in the entire, well, definitely country, but then also in the world. And, you know, anything from like nuts to grapes to so many things. And, you know, one of the seeds, you mentioned that your dad primarily focused on seed production. Force of Foods focuses on watermelon seeds. Correct. Yeah. And, and like you said, rightly so, California has such a wide variety of crops that, that they grow. But at the same time, and this is one of the main focuses and one of the main inspirations of creating
creating force of foods, it also has a, a, a very large scale water scarcity issue. And with that comes issues with, with the crops we grow, especially like you said, nuts. A lot of the nuts we grow here in this state, you know, the majority of the almond production in the world happens here in California. But, you know, almonds, as we'll touch on later on in the podcast, is a very water intensive crop. I know. I was reading the stats that you had shared and I was like, oh my gosh, I did not know this at all. In the food, I mean, we got to eat. At the end of the day, like, we all got to eat. So we can't say stop eating, right? As we think nah. about water conservation, we always hear about, you know, take shorter showers, don't waste water, running the water as you're doing your dishes, all of these different things. So when we think about food, you started to really ask yourself, like, what kind of an impact can we make on maybe alternative sourcing, whether it's through you primarily focus on seeds, but the world in general, consumers in general, having to focus on asking themselves too, what can I specifically do to continue to keep my diet healthy, snacking, however that looks like in a way that's also helpful for the environment, its sustainability, especially battling climate change, which is shouldn't be news to anybody, but you know, you never know. Yeah, you never know. But, uh, you know, that's exactly correct. And that was a big motivation for me, you know, having that plant sciences background of, you know, especially living in California throughout my four years of, of education and then continuing it, moving it to the Bay Area for the last few years. You know, you're always hearing about ways that you can personally decrease your water footprint and having that background in learning crops and how water excessive they are. It really made me question, you know, can we do something where we can provide customers with a, a lower water footprint snack or food or alternatives to, you know, to these common, you know, snacks like protein bars, you know, everywhere you look, most of them are based with very water excessive nuts or dairy based ingredients. Mm -hmm. So it really made me question, you know, why is no one out here, you know, providing providing a more sustainable alternative that can help you save gallons of water off your personal water footprint. And that's just kind of where we got started. You know, we wanted to make something accessible to everyone, you know, something as simple as snacking. Like you said, you can shorten your showers by a few minutes and that's great. That's very important. I encourage people to do so, you know, water your garden less. Or, but I'm not showering as much as I'm eating. <laughs> exactly. And you, you know, for breakfast, for lunch, we wanted to make snacks that you could really enjoy throughout your day and, you know, have a clean conscious of both in terms of your own personal health, you know, something that we're not adding artificial flavors, we're not adding preservatives, it's it's still healthy for you to eat on a day to day basis. And you can also feel confident that, you know, because you chose this alternative, you're also, you know, reducing that water footprint on a daily basis thousand percent making an impact. And I think that's what feels good at the end of the day. I actually had some of your products. Thank you, by the way, to you and your team for sending those my way. They were so good. I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to grow a watermelon tree inside of me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but they were so delicious and yeah. I felt so fueled and energized throughout the day. And I was just blown away by how tasty it was. And then when I started to read more facts on it, you know, you had mentioned um, footprint in terms of a water footprint. Watermelon seeds have a water footprint 94 times lower than pistachios. Just yeah. that alone. And I have kind of feel guilty right now because I love pistachios. But now I'm like, okay, I can't be eating pistachios all the time. Um, 78 times lower than almonds. And now I also think about... Oh my gosh, dairy alternatives, mm -hmm. right? What is the increase in almond production look like just to be able to support dairy alternatives? Now, it's not just a, a snack that you eat as tree nuts. You're trying to use it in so many other ways now. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's a few points I'd like to make off of that. You know, our mission is not to limit people's snacking options either. We're just simply trying to provide alternatives where you can offset some of that water footprint that you have on your daily lifestyle as well. And like you said, these snacks are delicious. I do vouch for them. I, I did make the recipe, <laughs> so I kind of have to say that. But on my way here, I just had, you know, a pouch of our coffee flavored uh, one because I didn't, you know, didn't have enough time to make myself breakfast. But like you said, you know, felt good about myself, energized, ready to go. And that's the point of our snacks. You know, I come from a sporting background as well. I really enjoy living a healthy lifestyle. I enjoy weightlifting. I enjoy outdoor activities. So I wanted a snack that also provided you with with that nutritious fuel that you need to go about your day and especially something on the go. As you know, our pouches are resealable. So something that you can just take on the road with you. But going back to the water footprint point, we're not necessarily telling you don't eat all these other foods mm -hmm. because we're human beings. We enjoy our snacks. Thousand percent. But we're also here just saying, look, there's a there's a more sustainable alternative over here if you if you want to indulge in that and give it a try. And like you said, a lot of people were told if you eat watermelon seeds as a kid, it's gonna <laughs> you're gonna grow a watermelon in your stomach. And for the past few years, I can tell you that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely know that. Uh, but it's it's funny to think about concepts that we hear as, as kids, right, yeah. as niños, and, and they kind of still stick with you. You said something right now. You're like, I made the recipe myself. So obviously, super cool scientist, innovator, recipe maker behind uh, Force of Foods and these really delicious watermelon snacks. Talk to me about just how that whole process came about. So you graduated from UC Davis and then you were like asking yourself all these great phenomenal questions. How do you go from this idea and these questions to actually doing the damn thing? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I would love to tell you it was a spark and this light bulb moment. And, you know, that probably would be a better story. But <laughs> to be quite honest, it, it, I like it really the wasn't. nitty gritty stories, you know, because we all it's life, right? How, how often do things go super easy and smooth? No. Yeah. So my sophomore and junior year of college, I started taking more sustainable ag and organic ag classes. And I was touring uh, some, some local almond orchards with my class and doing, you know, these laboratory classes where we studied different plant physiology and, and, and different concepts in that world where, to be honest with you, I was never the most technical person in that aspect. But what really struck home to me was all these different crops have such a variety of, of water intake capabilities and the amount of water they actually require to provide a certain yield. So as I was working in the local UC Davis organic farm, I started thinking, you know, look at all these varieties of crops and you know can we provide different solutions to common snacks that we like protein bars trail mix whatever it is with more water sustainable alternatives and you know it wasn't right then and there that I decided to make a recipe you know it took years after that for me to have that in my mind I remember texting my friends and a few of them laughed at me because they were like you know where are you getting this stuff from I texted them I've read a stat in one of my classes in one of our textbooks about the water footprint of walnuts and it blew my mind so much I actually immediately texted some of my friends and, you know, I have screenshots of those text messages of them <laughs> laughing, that. saying, what are you talking about? Like, you know, just just get an A in your class and, and pass. Let's, you know, let's let's go hang out at the field or something. But that just stuck to me so much. And then when I graduated, um, I moved here to the Bay Area with my partner and she was set up with a nice job. She was happy with her career and I was struggling to find agricultural jobs in the area. So I moved into food manufacturing and, and started working in the quality <laughs> insurance field of a uh, of a snack manufacturer. So that's where the connection really came. And I started making 
great connections, met great people and started getting, you know, those influences to one day want to start my own snack brand. And, and that's kind of how it all came together. I love protein bars. I wanted to make a protein bar that was healthy, that I felt good about eating, only had five ingredients. You know, that always was something in the back of my mind. I wanted five ingredients with no parentheses and a bunch of words stuff that, that we can't pronounce. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> stuff you don't even recognize. And, you know, I just went into my cabinet and started doing it. And, you know, that main ingredient was always a question mark. I thought about sunflower seeds at first, but I thought there was no real catch to that, you know, sunflower seeds, everybody knows sunflower seeds. And then when I came across a research paper talking about the water footprint of watermelon seeds and comparing different water footprints of all these crops that are well known, I noticed watermelon seeds were so incredible, looked up its nutrition, saw that it actually packed more protein per serving than almonds. And I that's was, so crazy. I was sold right then and there. And I ordered some and just in my kitchen and my Vitamix, just just blended a, a few ingredients together. It took you know, it took a lot of trial and error and found the recipe I fell in love with and said, let's slap a logo on this and, and see if people are into it. That is literally mind blowing. First of all, I thank you for sharing all of that incredible rich history and how this came together. There's certain parts throughout everybody's life, I'm sure. But me specifically relating to you, thinking about, you know, you think you know where you're at in this moment and then things don't go the way that you want them to. But all these like little tiny moments yeah. later on, we're able to connect the dots to like how we became how we are, how our ideas were able to bear the fruit, no pun intended, <laughs> um, that, that we wanted to see and to learn that, you know, you having to go be in food manufacturing and literally there giving you more of, of this drive and inspiration to start fueling your ideas and shaping your ideas into the snack brand. And I, and I love that you said, I use my Vitamix blender. They should be paying you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about it. Maybe I should have contacted them first. <laughs> and you should be like, you know what? I made this really great new brand and recipe. Thanks to your Vitamix. I get half of your, <laughs> your receipts now. But hey, you uh, know what? Shout out to Vitamix because they, they helped me out a lot. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. blenders are great. <laughs> <laughs> your blenders are phenomenal. So you said lots of trial and error. What were some of the things that you found were not working and how did you kind of overcome what I'm sure might have been a lot of challenges just with putting the overall concepts together and then how did you kind of move your way through that? In terms of just building a brand, I had obviously no experience previously to that. That was just a very exciting, but also challenging road. You know, I don't have any experience with graphic design, with building a website, with building a brand that communicates its mission and, and its voice well to, to its consumers. Acquiring customers was something I never had experience with when I was working as a quality assurance manager and then eventually a plant manager for, for my previous company. I had never really gone out into the marketing side of things. I was mostly just manufacturing and the process of getting that product into the consumer's hand and into trucks to, to be distributed. So that was really challenging in the beginning and also really exciting. I had a lot of fun learning all these new aspects of building a business. And I had a lot of uh, input from different colleagues and, and people in the industry. And, you know, there's great people out there. If you're looking for help, there's people to help you out. It was just so fun doing pop-ups and talking to our customers who are our loyal customers now in the area, in the Bay Area, who people who really fall into our mission and love what we're doing and really buy into it 100% and change their lifestyles to match it. It's just so fun talking to them. And although it's challenging reaching them sometimes, once you do, it's just so rewarding and amazing to see these people really believe in you, believe in your brand and, and you know, become customers because they actually believe in that same mission. 
Absolutely. And it must be satisfying to witness the impact that you're making, that food is making, especially because you had this vision, this dream to ask yourself, you know, how can we as the consumer, as a community, just be better when it comes to helping to build a more sustainable planet? So honestly, I'm just I'm blown away just sitting here with you and listening to how these things came together when it came to the Vitamix (laughs) and being in the kitchen and putting that recipe was there ever like a, a frustrating moment where you were just like, this isn't working or like, what did that whole experience look like? You know, it was very exciting at the time. Part of me wants to go back and do that a lot. You know, I don't have much time to do that anymore, <laughs> but it was just, you know, at the infancy stages, just really, you know, seeing what we can put in this, in, in the recipe, you know, specifically talking about the recipe formulation, it was just like, oh, let's throw some flax seeds in there. Let's see what that does. You know, I don't have a product development uh, background, but you know, I've worked with a lot of product development personnel in, in past experiences, and I've tried to learn from them as much as I can and have gotten their input in the formulation of our products now. But I wouldn't say I remember any points of frustration there. That was just a lot of fun, just seeing the healthiest possible snack we could make in, in my own kitchen and then scaling that up to, you know, manufacturing it for, for our customers. I love your thought process and I love how uh, well highly you speak of just your experiences. I'm somebody who would get frustrated very easily. So, <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that it was not the situation with you and that you have a whole team that you can you can rely on. Do you feel that that's what's really helped Force of Foods be as successful as, as you've dreamed about it, envisioned it, just knowing that, like you mentioned, you didn't have, you know, product development background, you weren't a marketer, you weren't a web developer. Talk to me a little bit about that. Absolutely. You know, being, um, you know, a small startup comes with its challenges in terms of, you know, we can't hire 10 people right off the bat to, to do all these things for you. So I relied heavily on my own ability to learn new skills and to implement those skills effectively. But I also relied on, you know, past colleagues that I could get their input on and, and get their feedback, you know, feedback directly from our customers. We value that very much. We've made critical business changes and even flavor changes to our recipe because of the feedback we get from our customers. So we value those things very highly. So I'm the type of person that believes that I am capable of doing a lot of things and learning a lot of things. But I also know that my certain limitations on certain things that I know that there are experts out there or people that know that process a lot better that I can get their help with. And I'm always open to receiving help from others. I see the value in their expertise and in their passion for certain things. And I'm always referring to them with with the ideas I come up with and see how much they can contribute to it as well, because that's what's so exciting about being a a, a startup founder is, is just being able to pivot with the brand, being able to take it to a next level with collaborating with all all these people that are also very exciting and in their field and passionate for what they do. Yes. Yes to all of that. (laughs) Community and collaboration is something that I feel very, very strongly about. You know, I think that that's really how we all together collectively make a difference and and make an impact. And so I'm glad that you have such a strong circle around you. Who is in your circle or what I could also say is that thing that keeps inspiring you and driving you to keep pushing forward? You know, the main inspiration does come from within. You know, I really do believe in our brand. I do believe in the mission we represent. I do believe we can make an impact on people's lives, you know, as small as it can be as, you know, changing their snacking habits. You know, if you think about that in the grand scheme of things, it's 
a millisecond off your day, right? It's what you choose to pull out of your pantry, what you choose to buy on a, on a grocery store shelf. But the impact that has, that small action has, is greater than what I think people think it to be. So that really keeps me going. And, and I do believe that we have a great product um, that we can- You do, I can attest to that. <laughs> and it's just what keeps me going mostly is just the opportunity to introduce as many people as possible to it. You know, we're constantly doing pop-ups, giving away free products, sampling, you know, trying to meet people face to face. I'm doing pop-ups almost every weekend and, and, you know, doing booths all over the Bay area or wherever we, we can get, you know, a table set up at because talking to the consumer face to face and, and, you know, having these conversations that me and you are having right now is what I think is most important, actually most rewarding as well. And introducing people to watermelon seeds and how incredible they are. And I can be a nerd about them for an hour <laughs> if we need to be, you know, I'm the biggest advocate for people eating watermelon seeds. Now I fell in love with them and I think everyone will fall in love with them as well you know it's the new superfood in town and yeah that's the root that's of inspiration, inspiration. Yeah. i love that ah oh, so chilling i want to get into the the nerdiness <laughs> all right you said you could talk about watermelon seeds yeah. for days what are some really cool unique watermelon seed facts that Absolutely. most people like myself probably wouldn't even know well first of all let me reiterate they are safe to eat. You will not have a watermelon <laughs> growing in your stomach. They are delicious. PSA, disclaimer, yeah. don't worry. They, they're our first ingredient in our energy bites, and you'll see that uh, our protein bites do have a, a different taste than your traditional protein bar, but in a very good way. Very they're, good way. You know, the, the flavor profile, it, it brings to the table these seeds. You know, it's not like it doesn't taste like an almond. It doesn't taste like these dairy ingredients that are usually used. They're uh, kind of chewy. Yeah, and they're, you know, the texture is great. Um, we blend them in with our other ingredients, natural and organic ingredients. Like I said, we only use five ingredients, so you can read them and, and not pass out from reading a whole essay. <laughs> but they all combine really well together in this like beautiful blend of, of sweet but still healthy. Like you're eating something and you feel like you're indulging in something unhealthy, but you know, mm -hmm. it's it's all it's all natural and organic and healthy for you. So they're super versatile as well. You know, product development's a very exciting part of our job. You know, like I mentioned, I don't have too much time to do it right now, but we do have, you know, exciting things coming down in the near future. We're excited to bring those to the table when, when the time is right, but they're very versatile. They're high in protein. Their mineral content is amazing. Compare them to any other superfood you want and they're up there. I did not know so many things about watermelon, and now I feel like watermelon seeds, I should say. And now everybody should be out there trying to find Force of Foods, and if they're not in your grocery store, be asking for them to bring in Absolutely. Force of Foods. I think the favorite part for me, because I have celiac disease, so there's mm -hmm. so many foods and protein bars just in general. When yeah. you do want to be healthy snacking, have wheat as the basis of what they're made out of. So I can't eat a lot of foods, and so that was another thing that just made me excited, aside from the fact that I'm now learning there's only five ingredients knowing that the really big chunk of it is just watermelon seeds yeah. and knowing that it doesn't have these other crazy things that i can't have <laughs> absolutely and it, that was a very important building block of our recipe and continues to be as we develop new products as well is we want it to be welcoming of dietary restrictions whether it's you know like you said celiac disease and, and making gluten-free products but also you know having them be vegan so regardless if you're a vegetarian if you're not vegan you know it's anyone can eat it so we wanted to make sure that you know this concept of saving water simply by snacking was accessible to all like we were talking about earlier living a sustainable lifestyle now can seem as a daunting task there's a lot of things that people you know on Instagram TikTok will tell you to do and it seems like 
it's just this list and you have to radically change your whole lifestyle. But, you know, if you don't know where to start, you know, start by sacking, start by choosing different alternatives in your lifestyle. You know, you don't even have to give up protein bars or energy bites, just choose a more sustainable alternative. And that's what we're here to, to preach. Thousand percent, but also good to be thinking about those things, because at the end of the day, what you put into your body is going to impact your body, you Absolutely. know, whether or not you notice those changes immediately, something's happening on the inside. So making yeah. sure that you're fueling yourself with the appropriate food. Foods. You know, we're not talking about inventing a new chip here. We're talking about really revolutionizing snacks as we think of them. Food sustainability as we think about that. Has it been easy for you to get even like the buy-in of financial investors because of how exciting this product is to the market, especially at a time where, and I cannot stress this enough, our environment, our climate is experiencing really, really drastic measures where if we don't start taking this seriously, who knows what's, what's, I mean, we do know what's going to happen, you know, nobody (laughs) wants to think about what's going to happen, but but is that even more of a reason in folks joining and, and kind of hopping on board with what you're building? We have found it pretty easy to find like-minded folks who, who buy into the mission hundred percent and see this as a pretty revolutionary way to to help people lower their personal footprints, you know, environmental footprints. So it's definitely a conversation point that's hot right now. Everybody is aware of climate change and, and the consequences that it ha- will have even in our near future. 21 out of the 37 major water reservoirs in the world are, you know, reaching a sustainability tipping point. And what that means is we're depleting them at a, such a rate that they're going to be irreversibly damaged at one point. So those issues, although people might not know those exact stats, those issues are very well known throughout the world, not just here in California. Right. You know, so a lot of people who are interested in partnering with us as a brand and becoming involved are aware of that and they are excited. There's a lot of buzz and excitement going on. But we also like partnering with people and brands and, and whoever is interested in getting involved that have similar mindsets and want to contribute to that mission and not just get involved, you know, financially for the sake of getting involved financially. We always want to partner with people that think they can bring something to the table as well strategically in terms of helping us take that next step as a brand that can look itself in the mirror and and be proud of what it's doing and always improve right so there's there's always a way we can do something better in our process flow in our manufacturing in the product we're giving to to our customers in new products we're developing so keeping that in mind and working with people that share those values is very important to us and and we've stayed true to that so far and and we'll continue to do so in the years to come incredible mindset i i just cannot (laughs) i literally cannot stress enough just how brilliant you are as an individual and i absolutely love not just the passion that you bring but your true belief in your mission and what you're building and what you're doing the fact that you know alignment finding individuals who are aligned with your values your vision your mission that that is seen from the beginning all the way through the end because there could be so many other people out there but if you're not truly about the cause then we don't need to mess with you exactly Exactly. (laughs) but one of the things that was also super cool and and how I read so much about you was because I read about you in four Forbes. What was it like for Forbes to reach out to you and be like, oh shit, like Forbes is reaching out to me. Nerve wracking. Let me tell you, you know, (laughs) I I got my flashcards right here. What am I going to say? I was, you know, sitting in my home office and just absolutely shaking. I'll tell you that, but not in fear, but just in excitement, you know, having a platform like that to talk about what we're doing and to finally be able to reach 
a, a larger number of people was so exciting. And I'm very excited to continue doing so. And being on your platform is very exciting. Anywhere I can go and talk about what we're doing and the snacks we bring to the table and, and you know, even provide samples to more people. Like when you asked for samples, I was so excited to send you them over your way to hear your feedback. And I'm so excited you, you really enjoyed them. I literally love yeah. them so much. So the the that, coffee one that you mentioned earlier, yeah, my favorite. That's my go-to <laughs> so as well. Good. You know, one day I'm probably going to deplete my whole inventory of coffee because I keep going Aren't you, by. Are they supposed to say you don't dip into your own product? Isn't that saying? Uh, yeah, it is, but I don't follow that rule. Let me tell you that right now. Well, that's a good thing. That's why we're trailblazing this incredible path. Yeah, yeah. I love introducing more people to the products, but, you know, I might just eat our whole inventory, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's funny. Congratulations on the Forbes article. Like you said yourself, you know, being able to be on that national scale mm -hmm. for people to just read about force of foods. I mean, I just think is is so fantastic. One other thing that I also wanted to talk to you about, I know that Forza means strength in Portuguese. Yeah. Where did you get the concept for the Portuguese side of things, knowing that you're a native of Brazil? How do you bring in or do you bring in in any ways your culture and your identity and your background into your products, into how you view the direction of your company? And, and I guess the overall thought process of strength being encompassed into how you move forward with Forza Foods. Yeah, absolutely. So Forza is just a word that has a lot of personal meaning to me. But when you talk about strength, what I envision as real strength is being, you know, living a lifestyle that encompasses three concepts into one. And what I believe that is, it's, it's living a sustainable, healthy, and enjoyable lifestyle, right? At the end of the day, when you look at back at what you did today, what you did the past week, what you did the past month is, did you do everything you could to, to be healthy, to, to treat your body the way it should be treated? Did you do everything to have fun? You know, where, did you create new relationships, new uh, experiences? Did you do something that maybe scared you before, but now, you know, created a new habit, you know, something to do that you enjoy? Did you do something that had a positive impact on the environment or at least decrease your negative impact on the environment, even if it's just by 0.1%, right? So like baby steps is, is also progress. And I always preach that you got to start somewhere. And that's what strength really meant. And, you know, I look back into my Brazilian heritage and I'm a very proud Brazilian. My whole family, apart from my mom and dad and brother, are in Brazil. So, you know, my roots run deep there. Although we moved around a lot at, at a young age when I was about 10 years old, I moved out of Brazil, got to experience a lot of different cultures. Brazil is the only place that really only truly felt like home. And I wanted to bring that into, into the brand as well. So Forza was the name of choice. And, you know, in sporting events, before taking a test or something, my, my father used to always say Forza Guilherme that just means you know have some strength son like, tell me that. yeah and that just kind of stuck with me you know like I said I played a lot of sports growing up and before every single game you know that's something my dad would look across even if he was I was across the field having a bad game or something he would look at me and I'd look at him and I could just see him mouthing that word so you know it's something that stuck with me and I thought what a perfect way to to start the brand oh my gosh sad tears ugly crying <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an emotional person but I think that's so beautiful and I love how you speak about your dad because, you know, at the beginning you shared with me that that's sort of where this love kind of originated. Yeah. And I can't imagine 
how he feels just about all of the incredible things that you're building. You know, what is what do those conversations with your dad look like now? He must be so proud of you. Yeah. He is very proud and just a point, he's still working. Um, his birthday is tomorrow, Ooh. actually. So happy birthday, dad. I love you very much. He is still to this day putting all his passion and, and hard work into to something he really believes in. My mom and dad actually live in Kenya right now. And my father is working for a nonprofit organization that is looking to help local farmers in Kenya increase their yields and bring technology that allows them to, to work through droughts and, and work through poor environmental and fuel conditions to actually, you know, have a yield at the end of the year. So he's very proud. And, you know, we talk about Force of Foods a lot. And, you know, his goal is eventually, I think, and although he might not say it, I think one day we're, we're hoping to work together I once he's, that. you know, maybe retires and settles down a little bit. But he's still going strong. He's still very passionate for what he does. That's amazing. Well, I can definitely see the similarities then in terms of his passion for giving back, your passion for giving back. I, I always think it's so beautiful. We need more humans who are focused on what we can do to build better footprints in, into this world. And you are certainly one of them. And I feel so honored to be to be sitting here with you. I appreciate that so much. I'm so grateful to have this conversation with you. It's, it's you know, I love having these types of conversations and I think they're very productive and so thankful for you to invite me to be here. Oh, absolutely. The happiness and gratitude is all mine. When you think about your life journey in general, but also in the force of food space, is there any advice, especially as you think about, you know, other people who maybe have dreams and, and want to put their ideas to test, but maybe don't know how to go about doing certain things? You've sort of been through that process. Well, you have been through that process, not sort of. So like what advice would you either give your your younger self or, you know, somebody else or what are pieces of advice that you've received that have really assisted you or that you've learned from as, you know, you're this incredible individual right now? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, you know, there's a lot. I've, I've received a lot of advice in the past year or two um, and tried to take them all in and apply them to my lifestyle and apply them to my work. But, you know, what I would probably say to my younger self is a lot of challenges that come up, you may think of them as this huge wall to climb when, in fact, when you start breaking it down, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a cliche saying. But, you know, when you start really chipping away at it, you, you start finding ways to figure it out. I think human beings are very good at adapting to new situations. You just have to trust in yourself and have that belief that you will be able to figure it out. And once you have that confidence and once you know, you might not have the answer right now, but with support from the people around you, with with the confidence that you you can accomplish something, you, you know, you'll be able to climb that wall and get over that challenge. And that applies to everything in life too. And, and you know, what I would give advice to myself even a year ago as, you know, having this idea to start this company is, you know, just take those challenges head on. Don't back down from them. There will be even greater challenges to come ahead but as you gain more experience you'll be able to you know tackle them more efficiently mm, well said so well said oh you're just so great I will not stop reiterating <laughs> that you talked about there's a lot of pop-ups happening around the bay area how can people support stay connected where can they find you where are you next uh because yeah. I want to make sure that people are definitely hopping onto the force of foods train absolutely so where we are next I believe in our calendar we are going to be at uh pleasure point street fair down in Santa Cruz and we're going to be giving away as many free samples as possible our product's going to be available for sale but 
first of all, come by and, and, you know, try our product, get some free samples, see if you love them. I guarantee you will. You know, just the biggest way to support us is looking into how you can make that impact in your diet, in your daily lifestyle to live more sustainably. You know, how can you lower your personal footprint as much as possible and afford that answer? And if we can provide that solution for you, we're more than happy to do so. But also in general, as that mission uh, uh, to live more sustainably and to help, you know, chip away at that big challenge that the world is faced with right now, which is how do we reduce our footprint and how do we, you know, reverse the damage of climate change. And we're hopefully here to be one of those solutions. I mean, you definitely are. Is there like a website that people can go to purchase the snacks? Because, yeah. you know, free snacks are great. You don't got to tell me twice. <laughs> I'm definitely there. But how do we get some money into helping to support the brand by buying more snacks? Absolutely. So forceoffoods.com and, you know, the C in Force of Foods is the Ceci Gilia from the Portuguese, from the Portuguese yeah. <laughs> alphabet, but you can type in F-O-R-C-A, forcafoods.com and, and you'll get there. Follow us on Instagram. We're always running promotions, always putting out content, recipes that you can use our energy bites on. I personally love the, putting on them on top of acai bowls. Um, they're very yummy, let me tell you. I'll have to send you some more samples yeah. to try that. <laughs> but, you know, we do have a website. I'll buy some too. Yeah, you can purchase them on the website. We have a subscription program that recently just launched and every month you can get a six pack of our energy bites and two of each flavor we have the strawberry banana and coffee flavor and you know every month without even clicking a button you can lower your water footprint by almost 17 gallons just by doing that subscription oh my gosh 17 gallons do y'all hear this like <laughs> these are like staggering impactful numbers and i think that's like the biggest takeaway that i hope everyone is able to absorb sometimes out of sight out of mind right but as we start to be more mindful about the intake that we have you know what our purchasing power is like whether it's with brands whether it's with sustainability the climate, it all can make a difference. It, it has its footprint. And so when you're able to impact that in a positive way, all the more in that direction. Absolutely. That's exactly what we love communicating. What's next? What's, what's the next exciting thing that you can share? You know, we're coming out, stay tuned on our Instagram, on, on our website. We're coming out with a packaging rebranding. So very exciting new artwork for our packaging. Um, I think it's going to make us more competitive in the retail world as well. And like I said, we're always evolving as a brand. We're always trying to bring new, exciting things. And although, you know, I can't speak of specifics in terms of product <laughs> development okay. or next steps, there's, there's going to be some exciting stuff coming down the line. But, you know, right now we're just excited to introduce you guys to the next level of force then, of foods exactly yeah i love it and so it's the force of foods or just force of foods just on instagram foods. all right y'all make sure you go hit that follow button stay connected get some of those snacks you said it was in santa cruz where the next pop-up is going to be exactly yeah, okay cruz. all right amazing a good time for you to go to the beach and eat some some awesome yummy snacks learn something new make a difference in the world i loved your three pillars for strength i think that's so beautiful i'm now going to implement that in my life <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think the enjoyable part gets left out a little too much because work gets put in uh but you, you got to change change it up that's you know that's a very important pillar let me tell you that's you know you got to have fun with what you're doing as soon as you stop having fun it's 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 know, not fun it's not fun <laughs> exactly <laughs> thank you so much for gracing the big sit mike i cannot thank you enough i wish you the best of luck and i cannot wait to see what comes next with force of foods thank you so much for having me it's been so fun i hope to come back one day all right y'all that is another episode of the big sip with guillerme maya silva right here talking about force of foods Make sure you go hit that follow button on Instagram, Force of Foods, and then check out the webpage, forceoffoods.com.
Mm. The big sip. 